My name is Emmanuel. My name is Adrian. And as usual, uh, we're going to start off by giving thanks to Ariel and the Culture for letting us use his song No Puedo as our intro song. Thank you very much. Last episode, this is just some of the leftovers that we have from that episode that we thought about afterwards and we wanted to mention. You mentioned something about guys having an 18-year-old party. I didn't mention it on the podcast, but yeah, that's a thing. So, you know how... Women come of age at 15 uh, in, in the culture, like quinceañeras, that's what it's supposed to represent, represent, which is wild, you know, considering a 15-year-old, like, oh, that's a grown-ass woman now. Uh, or like sweet 16s, but um, for men, they get an 18 one, and then you also have like damas de honor or whatever, and it's basically the whole thing, but for men at 18, when they come of age and become men. Is this a Mexican thing? I think so. It's it's happened, yeah. Why wasn't I off of this? <laughs> I don't know, but I, I remember my parents were talking about it, and I was like, oh, shit, I don't want to do that. Well, you offered it? They offered it to you? Nah. So they just talked about they it? Just they talked just talked about it. They, they didn't just offer it to me, okay. you know. But I'm pretty sure people, like, did this, and we know maybe people. Also, going back to the last episode, remember how I mentioned my team, Los Peladitos? You know, uh, one of our listeners uh, messaged me, and they were like, yo, my, my friend was on that team. Yo, <laughs> they, they, really? played, they played in the stadium. I was like, yo, <laughs> my God. <laughs> It's such a small world. Small world. Um, no, this is this is the first. Well, I knew they had some type of version to like the quinceañera. I don't know, but yeah, I just I just never thought it was like I never like. Yeah, you get damas de honor, all that shit. I don't think they carry you. Well, maybe they can. They probably do carry. So, you. have you ever attended one? No, but I did attend. I want to go to one now. Uh, one of our instructors was uh, celebrating fifteen years of coming out. Okay. So he he invited us to his to his quinceañera of like him coming out. Okay. And he had like a performance, and since he was a dance teacher, that shit was like nice. Like I was like, oh shit, and I was like, I think like fifteen or sixteen when I went. I was like, yo, this is fire. Like, he was just dancing. He had a dress on, and then for like the baile sorpresa, he stripped into like some lingerie. I was like, okay, I think I'm too young to see this. Nah, eh, that's fine. Then I'll keep watching. How old are you? I was like sixteen. Yeah. You know stuff by six. Yeah, I knew, I knew stuff. So I was watching it, and then it was it was a good time. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. This is cool, man. I gotta get invited to one of these eighteen year old celebrations of from childhood to manhood. <laughs> Just ask one of your cousins to do it. I have no. I have one guy cousin. Damn, he's not going to have the eighteen year old. I I doubt it. Damn, I doubt it. Yo, come on. If you're listening, do it. Do it for Jose. And any listener that's having an eighteen. Um, 18-year-old quinceañera type of party. I wonder what they call it. I don't even know. Just invite us, please. 18. <laughs> just 18. 18. <laughs> Entrada al, al, al... La pubertad. La pubertad. <laughs> so the whole new uh, passing the time thing right now is the whole wordle thing, which we mentioned before. I don't, I don't think it's new. It's, it, it's new to us. It's new to us. But people have been like posting this for like months now. A month? Two months now, I think? Yeah, and I've been... Doing pretty well at ignoring it. Well, not ignoring it. It's just like, nah. I, I, don't. See, I see people post it. I'm like, cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's like, it. It's like passive. Like, whatever. It's yeah. happening. But now you actually... You found another version of it. I found a Bad Bunny-themed Wordle. And it was pretty interesting. I didn't get it at all. But you got it on the first try. I did. No, I was lucky. <laughs> and I think because you got it on the first try, you were like, oh, shit. Let me try the other Wordle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I still don't play that other wordle. And I, well, yeah, so far for three days I've been doing the damn thing. 
what what how many tries do you get? I'm usually at a third try. I, I had one you in the fourth, and then... You got one in four? One in f- That's one terrible. In, that is terrible. And then the other ones, I've been getting them in three. So you haven't got it in one like you did with... Uh, with with, uh, with no... <laughs> that, but that's just, just luck. There's no... There's no, like... You go with things that, like, have the most vowels. Or yeah, you do. About, yeah. You definitely don't want to use on the first word. You don't want to use a word that's has, like, the same letter twice. Because <laughs> then you're just wasting your one like or whatever. pizza. Yeah. Why would you use that? No. But yeah, I mean, I hate that you got me into it. I didn't get you into it. Yeah, you got me into it. I sent it to you, and then Melissa, one of our other friends, sent you the other. Like, oh, this is real Wordle. This is Wordle. <laughs> and you were like, oh, shit, let me play it. That's on you. That's not on me. She, whatchamacallit, she... Our, our TikTok manager. Our TikTok manager. <laughs> that might be coming in season two, honestly. Not not yet, but yeah. You know, I was thinking about how when we were younger, we obviously were exposed to a lot of cultures, a lot of different people. Not people with our same uh, background as us, but very similar. When you were growing up, did you have like mostly like Mexican friends or like random just from everywhere country friends? In elementary school, I think they were mostly Mexican because PS19 was like a, it was pretty um, Latin centric, but there was, I don't think I really spoke to any other like people there. When I went to middle school, that's when it changed up and I had like people from like everywhere. Asian, black, uh, Latino, etc. But I didn't meet my first white person until I went to like high school. High I was school. like, oh shit, they exist. They exist. <laughs> Their names are actually like Goldberg. That's crazy. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Like, if, for example, for me in like uh, elementary school, I had like a lot of Dominican friends. And not just because of school, but like the neighborhoods that I was living in, they were prom- prominently Dominican. Shout out Dominicans. And even my mom, like, her friends, like, outside of, like, um, the family members, mm-hmm. Dominicans. That's wild. Yeah, like, that's where I learned, like, you know, it's it's funny. We, we learn how to, like, not give a fuck about all that stuff, about uh, someone being not from the same place that you were. It's just, like, these are these are the friends now. These are our friends. These are people we um, have dinners with. Like, she was, like, we used to go to dinner to that friend's mm-hmm. house. This is where I got to know all the beautiful cuisine that Dominicans have. They have the habichuelas, they have the 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 plantains, the all these things that are, you know, like when you're young, you're like, yeah, give me this. I like this. This is this this isn't different. This is just something new to me. It's not. You don't look at it like you do now. Like it's you. You don't put that wall like you like we used to before. You you think we put up a wall? I think people when they like don't grow up with any kind of like. Variety. Let's put it that way. They're Talking about the Middle Americans. Yeah, a little bit. Well, Jesus and Yeehaw. A li- well, maybe, but it could also like in our country we see that as well. Like if we see our country, uh, like in Mexico, maybe they don't know much about other cultures. They might be close close to it to other new things that are coming their way. Word. I remember I was in Mexico and uh, there was like a there's a a building Chinese community there, or I'm saying Chinese, yeah. And, yeah, I was like, that was pretty cool. <laughs> Seeing how they reacted to this, like, one Chinese man that was just there chilling. Like, he, he works, he speaks Spanish, he's just living. Yeah. Of course, they call him, like, fucking nickname, like, El Chinito, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, that, that's, that's tough. It's like the same thing with the Mexican national team when, um, oh, puto. when they scream out. Like, what do you think about it? I don't think puto means the same thing to us in Spanish that it means, that they translate it to in English. Yeah. And the thing is that the the fact that you know the whole 
FIFA and everything made they it. They find us. That's yeah. crazy. And I think that's why, like, Mexicans are like, fuck you, we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. It doesn't matter that you keep finding... They're very, um, I don't know what's, what's the word, like... Antagonistic? They're just not going to give it up. And especially now, now that you made it a thing, it's like, that's like everybody. We double probably. down. Yeah, Most double people down. double down. I double down. Yeah. Because there is, uh, like, a thing against uh, um, gay people in Mexico. There is. I'm not going to deny that. But, like, that specific, like, area Word. where, like, you... Yeah, where you say that, it doesn't... It's not, like, a, a real insult, I feel. Obviously, someone who's not in that community, maybe they feel differently about it, but... The way that they that like, I see people using it is, is not meant to insult people. It's it's just like a fucking thing that he's calling them puto. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that's all it is. But yeah, I, I don't see it that way either. But like I said, that's just from my perspective as a cis straight male. So yeah, but maybe other people see it as wrong. But I I I just think it as Mexicans doubling down. Like you you're gonna stop us from doing this word. Now we're gonna do it anymore. So yeah. I think a perfect candidate to like say. Maybe explain more about this is a, a gay Mexican, because they grew up probably in uh, you know with people saying it. Maybe then they're insulted by it. It's just you know. Yeah. See that 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 person would know the best. Yeah. They grew up in a Mexican family. They're gay. They they would know. Do we know anybody that's gay in Mexican? Damn, that's crazy. I don't think so. Wow, we aren't as diverse as we thought. No, that's true. I mean, we only have like eight friends. You know, there's a limit. You only have eight friends. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mister Popular. Nah, you're right. We, we have a, I have a lot of acquaintances, but friends, friends. Yeah. But most of them are like Mexican. That's crazy. Yeah. So we we narrowed down as well, we got older. I was yeah. Eventually, I wanted to get to this because growing up, like I said, not a lot of Mexican friends. In all of elementary school, I think, I had maybe one, guy, and he wasn't like really a friend. He was just like an acquaintance. Most of them were Dominican. Um, then in middle school, most of my friends were uh, Colombian. Shout out to the Colombians. Colombians because the community that was Colombian. Parce. Then in high school, other than you, and we were acquaintances in high school. We were, we were acquaintances. Yeah, we, we were not friends. We were not. We were we were friends. We were we were acquaintances. You you like you said that and you <laughs> you kind of broke my spirit a little bit. Well, like, you just said we weren't friends. I said we were acquaintances. Yeah. And then I was gonna say and like throughout the years and in, in high school, then we got to be friends. But you just said, no, we weren't friends. Like, we got closer, like, towards the end of high school. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But you, Yeah, you, yo, why you, why you let me speak? I don't know, man. I'm, wow. I feel oh hurt. God. Oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, in high school, most of the real acquaintances, the real friends that I had, like, were Filipinos. Shout out to the Filipinos. They're basically Mexican. They have, like, the the same last names, like, um, the They're, Spanish last names. Tagalog is also super similar to Spanish. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I haven't heard it much, even though I had like Filipino wow. friends. Wow, did you really have Filipino friends then? <laughs> did you really go to Jollibee? They were, they were like, they didn't want to speak it like in front of me. I don't know why. You should have just spoken to them, like, yo, yo, Dennis, Maganda ka, you beautiful bro. Is it really? Yeah, like I said, and Filipinos, Mexicans, we're basically the same. Yeah. Spain conquered both of us. And, yeah. That's a similarity with a lot of Latin American countries. We were all fucking fucked over by white Europeans. Yeah. And we all have their last names now. We have their religion. Their language. That's a the fucking language. big one. I think a big connection with Latin Americans is that despite, you know, little differences, the language, I mean, the language and the religion are huge. Word is still here. Yo, I don't even know if, what my language would be if it wasn't Spanish. It's Nahuatl. 
Now what? Isn't that a guy who turns into like a demon? Maybe. I might be wrong. Yeah, like <laughs> they make a, a pack with a demon and they can turn into like an animal. Oh, like in any any type of it's animal. Nahual. That's a Nahual. Nahual is different. Oh, you're talking about the TL, not yeah. the. Okay, okay. Get, get your. Nahual, get my Nahual. Get your Nahual right? correct. There used to be this phrase that my grandma used to tell me in, in that language. About Nahual? In, in Nahual. My aunt, who uh, is upstairs, she actually she can speak one of the indigenous languages. You're lying. Because uh, her, like, her family is like, very indigenous-like, I yeah. guess. Uh, she wants to pass it on to her kids. One of them doesn't speak a little bit, but she doesn't really speak it here. But, yeah, so I've heard her speak it, and she, she speaks like one of those indigenous Why languages. Why haven't you learned it? Why would I learn it? Cause why not? That's awesome. I guess I, I ask. I, I barely speak Spanish. <laughs> I think I should learn that one first. <laughs> I gotta perfect one language before I go to the other one. Why are you trying to make me multitask? How about you go? You go speak to her. Be like, hey. I would love to. I didn't. If I knew this before, I probably would have not been downstairs. I would have had a podcast with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she. Uh, those kids are definitely have a little bit more indigenous blood in them than than I. I, I mean, let's be honest. You don't. It's 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 sad, nostalgic probably that the languages are dying because like nobody else uh, speaks them. Obviously, we're yeah, all isn't there Spanish. like a campaign in Mexico yeah. where they're trying to save those languages? Yeah, but there's not like you said. There's not many that, and then even if they are there, it's hard to pass it on to your kids because let's say you're here, those kids are gonna grow up learning English. That language is gonna take like a backseat. Maybe when they're older, they'll try and learn it, but by then it's gonna be too late. But even in Mexico, they they don't teach the second language that they teach is English. They're not teaching like uh, the indigenous languages. America, Amer- America, America, <laughs> USA. That's fucking crazy. Everywhere in the world, they're like learning different languages. But English is always the the back. The second one, yeah, yeah, usually. But like, America's like, nah, it's okay. <laughs> aren't are, aren't people like fighting like the the lesson plans? Like, we don't want to learn about uh, the race things that we did. We don't want to learn about Auschwitz. We don't want our kids learning Spanish. Like, yeah, that's that's them. That's yeah. uh, that's here. That's here. They're that's... they're fighting that. They're like, nah, English. You came to this country, learn English. <laughs> that's them. Y'all came to our country. There's a reason why. It's called New Mexico, San Diego. Come on, man. You really thought that Yo. it was like American? Th- those El Paso. Bro, I told you, Jaripeo is is a rodeo. It's a rodeo. Ro- rodeo is Jaripeo. Let <laughs> me switch it around. I, I, there was um I forgot what. Uh, Northern Mexican state was like, let's have a referendum to like, uh, be included in the United States. We don't want to be part of Mexico anymore. That's crazy. I was like, wow, just because of a couple narcos and a couple <laughs> killings, I want to be part of the U.S. You just gotta live with it, bro. Now, U.S. has its own problems. Trust me, it's there's no perfect country out there. There's fucking governments fucking up everywhere. But for a developed country, as it says it is, it doesn't provide so many, like, basic needs for its, for its like, citizens. United like, States. This is United yeah, States. United States. Like, paid family leave. You know, you only get paid family leave in nine states. In the U.S.? Yeah. And, like, some of them are, like, super partial. And that's just recent. Like, you have, like, protection, again, like, losing, like, leaving your job. But that's all 50 states. But only nine states provide, like, give you money for leaving. Yeah. Or, like, to have a kid or some shit. Or like to take care of like a family member, that's crazy. And that's only for women. Uh, no, it recently uh, men can do it, but they have less time. They have less time. Yeah. Yeah, because I know that other countries have it for both. Mm-hmm. I know women have more time because obviously they give birth, but the guys too, so they can help out. Because obviously uh, the it's mom a at home, thing. yeah, it's by herself. You know, she needs help as well. 
but yeah, that fucking the health insurance shit. That that shit I sent. That shit's so interesting. Uh, uh, I'm talking very ambiguously, but um, Mark Cuban just started like a company where he cuts out the middleman and he sells you the pharmaceuticals you need directly to you. So instead of paying like two thousand five hundred dollars for a pill, you pay like nineteen dollars. Do you need a prescription though? You still need a prescription, but you don't have to go to like get it. I'm. I'm sorry to break it to you. That's not new. That's not new? The whole oh skipping the middleman's been around for a while. Then why have I not noticed it yet? I don't know. You haven't searched enough. I haven't been getting sick enough. Yeah, Yo, that's not right. Not on wood. Well, now that you're getting older, welcome to the pharmaceutical yeah, world. Now, now, now I'm trying to pay attention to those. Like, yo, <laughs> I'm, I remember I, I, I was getting like a medicine once. It charged me like $150 over the counter. Like, no, for like the pill. But then like... Over the counter, it was like a fifteen dollar pill. Yeah, and the and the pharmacist told me like you could just get that one. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get that fucking one. I'm not paying one hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, depending on where you go, some pharmacists can be assholes and not tell you. There's like an uh, over the counter one, mm-hmm. same shit. It's just you yeah. know, I'm not paying one hundred fifty dollars for Zyrtec. And there and there, I know like when you go to a pharmacy and you see like the brand, the brand usually the the box is prettier, it has better whatever it has, better branding or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the generic usually is just like a white box with some black letters. Like Rite Aid, yeah. ibuprofen. But if you f- look at the uh, the chemicals, it's exactly the same shit. And it's a reason. It's because the recipe or whatever, it's, already, it's not under yeah. protection anymore. So they can copy it to the exact measurements. So it's the same shit. Damn, that's crazy, yo. But yeah, that, healthcare, etc. Education, we dumb as fuck over here. <laughs> they, they don't teach people well. We were also growing up in like... Not not only in public schools, but like, hey hey hey, don't don't talk shit about public schools. They do the best they can. That well, that's my point. They're the, doing the best they can. They're doing the best it, they can. It's just not the government giving them more. Yeah. Like you know, more money, more more things. So like, do better. Shout out Miss Faya. Shout out as a teacher. She's a principal now. Shout out to all my teachers. I don't think I've had many teachers that I disliked. Word. I. Well. They, no, you hate. I hated a couple. <laughs> yeah, man. They, well, they gave you reasons. <laughs> they gave me reasons. I don't hate people for no reason. I, they were just terrible teachers. And there can be terrible teachers. Don't let nobody lie to you. It's a job. At the end of the day, sometimes you take stuff to your job that you should leave at home. Maybe my math teacher was having a bad day at home, and she gave me a negative 50. Who knows? So you mentioned that you, were, you had your first interaction with white people in, in high school. Were they, uh, do you remember they were first generation or were they like, um... Oh, I have, it, most of the time, white people are not first generation. Yeah. And I remember I had a discussion with somebody like two or three years ago. And when I first meet somebody, like my, my first notion is like, oh, so, uh, how are you, et cetera? Where are you from? Uh, and I know that's a dumb question to ask, but I was like, oh, where are you from? And she was like, oh, I was born here. And I was like, cool. And I was like, but like where are you from yeah. your family it's like oh like my family's from Pittsburgh like, oh okay but and then eventually she she was like oh, yeah I guess if we're going like like generations back my family's from like Germany and like Italy but yeah I don't really know those people well I th- there's a do you think there's a reason we ask that question where are you from what's the what, what do we want to know what's the reason I I don't, I don't honestly I wonder why I asked that question I just grew up asking I was like where are you from I think in my in my we want to connect with the other person, right? So maybe we find that that's a big that should be a big part of 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 you of who you are, where you're from, right? So I I don't mean it to like a to pry or anything, just to know. Yeah. It's just maybe oh, uh, your parents were first uh, uh were immigrants here, so you're first generation, so we're probably gonna have a lot in common with that. 
maybe you had to struggle in some kind of way maybe you had uh you have a lot of your culture still in you, you it hasn't been like diluted as the generations pass by it's been still very with you so i think that's what sometimes i go for i guess also i guess i might just be a nosy little bitch no, i yeah. don't know <laughs> you know uh, you know it's also hard when people ask you that like where are you from yeah do you respond i'm from queens or do you respond i'm from mexico what do you respond i've all I've, i think i've always different like different answers okay. there's no like one answer that you tell everybody i i probably because i'm like usually like a very proud of uh, Mexican so I'm like oh uh, I was born in Mexico but I've been living here for 20 plus years so that's usually my answer like that's your answer I was born there but I've been living here like for a lot of because I feel like if I just say that I was born there it's like uh, I don't know they might because it's still very much a part of me the fact that I lived here that I had all my friends here so yeah. it's it's not like they I'm also, not ashamed of either one. They also know? might be asking where are you from like now so like oh like, yeah I'm in, I'm in Manhattan there's so yeah. many ways to answer that <laughs> yeah. question like oh, uh, I'm Queens, I'm from Me- I'm from Mexico, or yeah, where am I right now? Like you know, th- this is where I am in my life. Oh, actually, good question. Do you what do you answer when they ask where you're from? I say I am from Queens, but my family is from Mexico. Oh, so you say Queens? You say like the, the I start with Queens. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't say I'm yeah I Queens born and bred. I have that you know I have the blue and white flag running through my veins <laughs> that's the Queens flag yeah <laughs> yeah I, I know that flag yo shout out Queens it's blue and blue and white it's, it's kind of similar to the Guatemala or like Honduras flag yeah but it's like it's like that mm. yeah that's yo funny. if you haven't go search up your your like the Queens uh, flag or wherever you're from and, and each thing each has borough. a yeah has a different flag that's OD that's extra it's that individualism that makes yeah, this country so great. No, no, it's not. It's what, it's what we're always fighting about, about sectors. Yo, I've always thought of, like, like thought about this. Like, if we, if we could just fucking... Like, I get the purpose of borders. The purpose of... If you ask people... So you're saying that you like to build a wall. No, I don't. I want the purpose of I want, borders. No, well... Here's what I think. Hold on, hold on. It's like when you said that you should pay to have some jobs. No, I didn't say that. You, you said, I, we can roll you, it back. Sound, sound, roll it back. You, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I have control of that. No, I'm not doing that. You choose my words. <laughs> what I what I mean to say is that when you tell somebody what are the purpose of borders, I I don't like borders. I I think they're stupid. They're tear just, them down. Tear them. It just separates us. This gives an excuse yeah. to fight about That's something. That's an imaginary wall. Exactly, imaginary line. There we go. Geography. It's like a fucking uh, something to fight about. Whatever. Latitude and longitude. But I feel like if you ask someone, they're going to be like, oh, well, the purpose of uh, the... Is so that whoever's in... Like, there's not one person in power. We need to have, like, a, like a, a system, right? So a government. And that government has to have a limit to the land that they control. So that's why they created borders. So without these borders, they're going to say that our anarchy is going to... So instead of one ruler, we have... 70 different inefficient rulers exactly that's my fucking that's why why do we need borders right we should have a dictatorship (laughs) i I think we we should one person just yeah let's do that that's what we're doing i agree with you thank you dictatorship yes whoever wants to step up just take the power i mean (laughs) yo you know what's funny there was a dictator coming up he was about to rule the world can you think of who it oh, was? Oh, never mind. No, no. no. We take that. We live back. We take we that back. back. <laughs> no. We, wow. We were talking about Jewish people earlier too. Wow. We are. Okay. We don't believe in that dictator. We were talking more like um, I don't know, like Terry Crews and idiocracy, <laughs> or, or 
you know, someone nice and, like, not wanting to exterminate a whole population. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's, you know, no dictators. Not for now. And not until we get dictator right. But fuck borders, though. Yeah, no borders. Imaginary lines. Y'all be worried about imaginary shit like stocks. Like, that ain't real. That's, that's fake money. <laughs> 403Bs, 401Ks, that, that's not real. That's all fake shit. All fake. Diabetes, that's real. <laughs> Pay attention to what you eat. Coronavirus, that's real, too. Vaccines are real, too. Somebody posted a picture. It was like, oh, I don't need a vaccine. I have my immune system. And I was... But people were like, yo, it, the vaccine doesn't replace the immune system. It just trains it to, like, fight the virus. And the, the, uh, one of the perfect responses was like, all right, so why are you wearing glasses then? You got eyes. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> um, I was recently... Um, I saw, like... The comedian, um, Aziz Ansari, is that his name? Oh, yeah. The guy who, uh, had the babe.net thing. What's that? Remember that he, they wrote that article against him where this person yeah. had it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, him, he was doing his, his, his whole, his whole comedy thing. It's Recently. Com- his rec- comedy's being loud. Is it? I think so. He's funny, I'm telling you. know, he's funny. I'm not debating that he's, he's loud. Yeah, when he makes his point, he goes, because he goes yeah. into that whispery voice. And then, ah. and then when he wants to make his joke point, he goes out. Yeah, a lot of people do that though. Hassan Minhaj also does it. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah, he, he does. does. Uh, well, yeah, I was uh, watching this dude, and he was like talking about the whole pandemic, how it's been developed. Um, developed. It kind of sounds like you're saying a pandemic. A plan. <laughs> you said this <laughs> pandemic been developed, bro. You calling it a pandemic? I mean, I have no proof for either or. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he was uh, stating the fact that like at the beginning, like. All other, all these other poor countries, they usually have like some type of like disease, like when you had Zika and all these other stuff that that were devastating their their pop their population, right? But then we have COVID, and COVID was affecting the rich people. So when when it affects the rich people, you know, shit needs to be handled because we can't get let we can't let rich let rich people get sick because you know God forbid. Who's gonna run the country? Yeah, who's gonna run the world? Forget yeah. the country, the world. So then they shut everything down. And then all governments were like, no, 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 stay home. It's okay. And we're like, and then the public was like, what about money? We'll send you money. It's okay. Don't worry. Just stay home. And, you know, this was happening in a lot of places. We're still owed money, by the way. Yo, Biden, Kamala Harris. I, I remember what y'all promised. <laughs> $2,000 per week to stay home. I'm missing some. <laughs> and well, he ended his joke with like being like, so are you trying to say that the government had all this money to help out the other people before we had a pandemic. They just don't want to give it they to you, bro. They just don't want to give it to you, bro. We've known this forever. There's money in the budget. They just don't want to give it to you because they don't think you're worth it. There Wasn't there a study that said, like, lower-income um, families saw, like, intellect in their children grow when they received money from, like, the government that they were receiving, like, last year? And, like, yo, who knew that poor people needed money to <laughs> eat better and survive? Wow. It's who like a, it's a whole fucking cycle, bro. Like I see it like with like with like people who work like um you know nine ten hours a day and shit like that. When you get home after those, I you know some people work six days a week, not five. And they get home, they're fucking tired. They don't want to, they don't want to get down and like read. They don't want to do like all this stuff to like yeah. They, but some of them have to help their kids. They have to do etc. And yo, that shit's hard. It's such a bullshit when rich people are like. No, just do better. You'll you'll be to our level that, if, you, if you do better. That's fake. They're, the way the system's set up, it's not set up for people of lower income, people of lower education to, to succeed or do well. Y- y- fucking school is so expensive now. Like, 
just going to school, getting an education, that in of itself, it's going to set you back like thousands of dollars. People don't got that money. Shout out financial aid, but fuck FAFSA for having that selective service thing. And when you get your government money, don't, don't, don't be afraid of it. Take it. Take more. <coughs> take that government money. Use all of it. Yeah, and ask for more afterwards. Yeah, you, the government works for you. They get in those big ass salaries to help you out, bro. Damn. We we just we, have we got we got podcast? really political. <laughs> Why do we're a political podcast now, yo? <laughs> support your leftist politician. We don't fuck with the right. Yeah, but leftists be fucking up too. They do. Everybody fucks up. What do you? That's how we got Eric Adams. What do you? <laughs> what do you think is like? Yo, fuck Eric Adams real quick. Sorry. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. I just you just told me about like this whole thing that he's gonna do with bikes. He's gonna have a crackdown on bikes called Vision Zero, and basically, if you do not stop at a red light, if you do not allow a pedestrian to cross the street entirely, with before going, they can ticket you and they will ticket you. So watch out. Fuck you, Eric Adams. Damn, we're about to see a lot more videos of bikers getting yeah. chased down by fucking New York Yo, Police Department. They're gonna chase you down, bro. And then if you, like, flip them off, they're going to arrest you for, like, resisting arrest. Yeah. Or anything. Just even for, like, pedaling, they're like, no, you're resisting arrest, too. Yeah. I think my cousin's a cop. Yo, I hope she don't arrest anybody. <laughs> Yo, do well. You, you, you're good. I love you. Do you think we would have the same, um, uh, I guess, connection? Because I was, I was mentioning, like, uh, the fact that you knew that if you're the people that you met in high school, the white people that you met in high school, if they were first generation... You think we would have that similar connection that we had with like a lot of like our Latinos or like Asian who are first generation? I feel we're easily connected with them. I I don't feel that like with white people we we would have the same. I I feel like it depends on a lot of factors. Uh, one of it being um, uh, socioeconomic status. Like, are there is their family on like the same as mine, or are yeah. are uh, uh, do they have the same interests, or do they have to do the same struggle, etc. Like. It depends on a lot of things. Even if they were first generation, but then if their parents were like super like more successful and like they were well off and they could afford a lot more things, I don't know. I think oh, like people love to say opposites attract, but that that's not really true. <laughs> a lot of the times you are drawn to people who are similar to you. Same um, same amount of money made, same level of education, same things that your parents did, or same things that your parents like said. Like I get along very well with people who are like yeah like. Uh, my parents did everything like they, they did the best they could to like bring me here and so I could succeed like yeah like my parents did the same thing I get along with them now if somebody were to be like yo my mom and my dad yo they're, they're millionaires I got everything I wanted I'm fine I'd be like maybe I don't get along with them so I think like regardless of they were white or Latin if, they, if we're not in like similar then I don't think I would get along with them so it's not even about like the the color the it's about the wealth. Yeah. Wealth is what really divides us. A hundred percent. Somebody who fucking uh, has a maid is not going to be on the same wavelength as I am. Yeah. They're, they're just going to have different ways of seeing things. Yeah. And they'll most likely be Republican. They're like, those, those Republicans that are like, I, I'm in it because of income. We have to protect our income. Not the ones that are like, oh, racism. Yeah, racism. <laughs> You know, I think I was thinking that maybe we still have a little bit of like PTSD of, of white people. I remember when I was little and I used to like see like uh, a white person. Like I, I feel like I always have to be on my best behavior for some reason. Like, like I still felt like they were in control of, of like shit. Like when they were like years ago when they were fucking fucking up our countries and shit. Where George Bush, I see you. 
Was it? Do you think maybe it was because we were just never exposed to white people, or just because like maybe? I mean, we never really. I don't know about you. I grew up here. You grew up here. Our schools were not. There were no white people in our schools. In like middle school, elementary school, all Latin people, all black people, Asian people. I like, okay, that's fine. White people, I wasn't really around them, so I could see that. And then like also seeing like the way the stories that like maybe my dad would tell, like yeah. Like, they're so fucking entitled and et cetera. But that's because he lived, he worked in, like, certain areas, like, the Upper East Side or Upper West Side or fucking right now Union Square. And those those white people are a little fucking entitled, yeah, let's be honest. Because they got money. Because it's wealth. So it's, uh, yeah, I, maybe. So, yeah. Would you, would you feel comfortable, like, in a party of all white people? Let's say you and a friend and then everybody was, was like, white. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I, I've been recent. like I told you, running. Running is very... White. It's very white. Yeah. I I'm very I very much notice when I, I, I go somewhere. Like on Thursdays. Like when I go on Thursdays, a bunch of fucking white people and then like one or two people of color who is me and like one other person. And I notice this right away. Even though you're in a Spanish community. Yes. And like I'm just like, oh cool. Uh, whatever. So I I definitely do feel it and I definitely I I feel more solidarity with the people that like look like me, but then at the same time I don't know those fucking white people. I don't know their circumstances. All I know is that I'm faster than some of them, which which makes me feel better. I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to lie. I'm like, yeah, yeah, little bitch. I'm <laughs> that, the, follow me. Well, that's the fucking point that I like I'm trying to get like I I, I don't know how to maybe put it into word, but it's just like like now I see them and I feel like a, uh, still a little bit of anger. Not oh damn you anti white. Yo don't let don't let the white people hear. I'm you. just anti them thinking. I don't want them to think that they're better in any way anymore. Like I feel like we still don't know how to establish that, or maybe I don't. Maybe that's a security that I have. Hmm. But it's just like fucking white people, man. They put me on my. They put me on like on 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 edge. That's what they. That's what it is. Yeah, I, I. I, for me, it's more like, I don't want anybody to think they're better than me. Yeah. So right away, I'm like, yo, you're not better than me. Fuck you. I don't care what we're doing. I'm going to beat you. Doesn't matter who they are. Does it, I'm like, you're not better than me. But to go back to the question, I maybe not uncomfortable, but you, you're super self-aware of what you, yeah. where you are and I who think you that's, are. That's and then perfectly it, yeah. You don't know if they really, regularly like interact with other people of color. So you're like, damn, am I like representing like every Mexican to them right now is, is this like they're gonna see me like oh this is what they're like you know I, yeah. I, so it, it definitely it, it's very you become very self-aware and like even even like on, like I said on Thursday that group I ended up making a group of friends just the other people of color in that group there's no white <laughs> we, person that we, we hang out with we gravitate to each other because yeah. like, like, that's it we just yeah. feel more comfortable with each other and I don't think we've ever brought up that like there's no white people that like are in our little group yeah but yeah it's uh it's interesting we gravitate towards other people like us. Yeah. Shout out Australia. I wonder if we... Um, I wonder how... Let's say for some miracle, middle America, poor America, they weren't racist. I wonder if we could get along with them. Like, oh, 100%. Right? I would get along with them. Yeah, we Bro, would. They like to drink and they like to... They're super religious, I think. They would get along well with like, my family. Yeah. <laughs> no, my family isn't super religious, but I think they get along well with my grandma. Yeah. But yeah, I think if you remove... And a lot of that's, like, that, that idea of, like, the other, like, this other thing, this other person that's coming, coming in, taking resources that you barely get. And they're not doing that, but they're being told that because it's such an easy point. Like, yo, look at this Mexican. He's taking your resources, taking your job. You barely have a job. You're making $7.25 <laughs> an hour. Imagine, like, 
your little bit of like livelihood that you had being taken away by like this imaginary person, that shit's scary to them. I, yeah. I I get it, but that's why it works so well for so many years. That's wild that the same people who are telling them that so for in this example, Republicans are telling Republicans Oh, they're taking away your jobs. It was the Republicans who, like, moved all those jobs overseas. So they're the ones that took their jobs. Like, not, not Mexicans. Yeah. Mexicans aren't here to take your job, bro. We're just here to make your life better. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. And not just Mexicans. Any, any, any other people that are here, they make this country better by being here. Yo, it, would you really want a stale-ass America? United States, sorry. America's a continent. United States is a country. Yeah, good, good save on your geography. Geography, big topic today. <laughs> Latitude and longitude, borders. But we're talking about like all these experiences with white people, experiences with whiteness as a whole. And I feel like we're missing out because you, you've been in like the last couple of years, you've been in like in a major white space and not like just any regular white space, but like bougie white, like those whites that are like, yeah, pick up my shit, bro. So I don't know. How, how, how have you felt lately? Yeah. You could definitely still feel their entitlement, um, but that's I feel like that's with everyone. Like that's something that I realize with everyone. With that, like, like white people are act entitled with everyone, not just with Spanish people. They'll act entitled with other white people. Like they'll be like, if there's you're right. If there's a wealth um, difference, they'll be like, I'm above you. And a lot of people can tell it. Like I hate when people ask me, "Oh, so what do you do?" Because I know in their head. They're, like, trying to calculate how much respect they should give me given on, like, what I'm doing or what I work in. And I don't like answering that question, so I never bring up, like, oh, where do you work? I, I never bring that up. I, yeah. I'm always like, yo, and you, I, you, you ain't got to know. And that's a big thing here in the, in the United States. Like, one of the first questions, those are one of the basic questions, like, what do you do? When, when I go on dates, that is one of the questions I try to avoid. Unless, like, they bring it up, then I'm like, okay, I guess I'll tell you. But I'm never going to be like, yo, so what do you do? What do you do, yeah. Yeah, I'm always going to be like, yeah, this, I'm just going to talk to you about myself. In Mexico, it's not that common wait, to say that. To be like, well, at least not the parts that I've been to. When, they're not like, when you're meeting someone new, they probably ask you about where your family's from, like, what state and shit like that. But, like, they rarely come up with, like, what do you do? What's your... Yeah, I, I was talking to somebody, and I forgot. I don't know if it was a person I was dating or a friend, and they were like, I feel like a huge question with New Yorkers, and and I guess she wasn't from here. She was like, they always ask you where you're, like, what you do or like what you work yeah. in, and I, I feel like they place such an emphasis on that. And I was like, you know what? I think you're you're right because that is a common question asked here. Status. But I wanted to follow up with the thing we were talking about, like you being in like an area of affluence, because it's not just white people that you've been interacting with who have money. You've been interacting with Mexicans who have money. Yeah. And I want to know. How is that? Like, do they also act entitled? Yeah. Is there so it's it's more the more money you have, the more you're like, yo, like you're beneath me. <laughs> I judge you. Go get my laundry. One hundred percent. Yeah. So like, yeah. So talk about that. Like when I used to work in um, in like what you call it in um, in Union Square. Mm -hmm. Like I see a lot of uh, students in from NYU and stuff like that. You have a lot of rich Mexicans that go there. Oh, NYU which, kids are fucking spoiled as fuck. Which yeah, I didn't know there was like rich Mexicans there. Like. I, NYU, yeah, I told you, that was my dream until I realized, yo, I can't do, afford that. <laughs> I'm not a rich Mexican. Yeah, and just like, yeah, and I used to like, um, during my lunch uh, hour, I used to go to the park and like, you know, have lunch there or whatever. And I used to hear them talk and shit, like, yeah, the, the entitlement's definitely mi, mi, there. Mi papá me compró un combi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Entire combi. Yeah, me. and a combi driver. <laughs> Le pago como su semana, pero no todo. <laughs> 
And it, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, it's definitely, I feel like in our heads, we've come to like associate whiteness with like wealth. And that's fine. I mean, that's what we saw growing up, et cetera, maybe. But I think it's, it's while there is like an uh, whiteness that we are talking about, like just the, in terms of like systems and things in place that help people succeed, there's also like the wealth gap and the wealth inequality that we're dealing with, not just with white people, but like Mexican people of our culture, people in different cultures. Like there's, there's definitely like a level of connectivity that we'll never be able to have with those people because they just see the world in a different way than we do. Yeah. I look at shit and I'm like, yeah, I could save like five bucks by like doing this or maybe I should walk to the end of the block and take the bus. They're like, let me call my, let me call my limo. <laughs> let me John Wick that over there. I've, I've, and I've, it's not just Mexicans too. Like uh, I remember I met um, a family from Chile, wealthy family from Chile. The way that they spoke about like um, people of, of, oh. of different color skin, I was like, oh, they be wildin'. Damn, bro. I didn't know this shit was like, Bro, I was. I mean, shit you learn every day. I mean, yeah. I I used to work in retail in in Soho. Yeah. And obviously, it's so it's Soho, so you have the clientele there is like mad bougie. But the people that come out of town, like the tourists that come there, and like especially like the Latin tourists, they're super like fresa, like and you could tell like they have money because like the way they're dressed and the way they expect you like to wait on them hand and foot, like everyone I saw. You like? Oh, I remember one time they were like, "Hablas español," and they didn't speak to me in English the whole that whole time. They just started right away. I was like, "Okay, yeah, I speak Spanish," but yo, even like I sent them to the cashier. They spoke Spanish to the cashier. They're like, "No, you're gonna you're gonna bow down to yeah. our language." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, you know, I, I fuck with it, but you you know, I fuck with it." Oh, oh my god, Mexico City though, the wealth is like. I feel like here in New York, especially now with the uh, videos and everything, like when you start being an asshole, you start being entitled and shit to like uh, people, workers especially. You get recorded. You get recorded. And as you, you get, should. And you get fucked over. Don't be a piece of shit. Don't be a piece of shit. The service workers are making this shit go around for like $15 an hour. Let them get those $15 an hour. Bitch. Uh, Sorry. But yeah, no, yeah, you're right. But in Mexico... Man, they get away with fucking murder over there. They treat like if you're not on their level of wealth, they'll just uh, step over you, and they don't give a fuck if they record or anything because they're just they have money. They just it's just not the same level of, of repercussion there that that there is here. You can also tell like whether like how like the level of funds a neighborhood gets around here just based on like the stores around it or the people that are there. Like when I was in Mexico. There's the city, there's like the, a really populous place, the bougie area. But I have family in Mexico City as well, which I found out like a couple years ago. I went to where they live. Yo, that, it's like, it, it's still in Mexico City, but it's like towards the edges of it. Yeah. And that shit is like run down. I'm like, yo, like, we poor over here. Yeah. Poor, poor. That's us. <laughs> poverty. Yeah. Yo, poverty sticks with you. That shit's like into your DNA. Yo, it is. <laughs> and like, even if you get money one day, you, it's still like in the back of your head, like, yo, like... I have a lot more in common with, like, the homeless person than I do with anybody, like, making money, etc. And that that behavior that you still had when, when you... Let's say that someone is poor and then they get rich. It's that behavior... You're, like, you're going to be nice, extra nice to, like, people who are not as rich. Because you know the struggle. You know yeah. what the fuck... Like, that's why it's very dangerous when, like, a rich uh, person has a kid. And they uh, never learn, like, any value of... The value of the dollar and shit. Or if... You if like a per, a poor person 
ended up making money and then their kid doesn't go through the same struggle that kid's like yo nah yeah. life is easy and yeah. like yeah it definitely takes a uh, feel like they should learn that we're probably wrong about a lot of the stuff that we said. We might be, but honestly, I don't think I am. <laughs> I'm right. You know, I'm changing the name of the podcast. It's not We're Probably Wrong. It's Adrian's Right. Hey, Jose, <laughs> Adrian's Right. Jose might be wrong. Jose might be wrong, but I'm right. I'm right. <laughs> well, yeah, let's, let's leave it at that. Um, we, we had our take on white people. <laughs> not, not white people. Hey, and by well, the way, there well, are nice white people out there. I've, I've met some pretty cool who, you know, I'm still cautious with, but they're nice so far. I The last couple people I've dated have been white but we'll talk about that for another episode another episode but yeah I, I think what we ended up finding out during this conversation is more what we have wealth and power associated with and then how we interact with people of higher wealth and power and we don't interact well with them that's what we came to the conclusion that <laughs> we don't really fuck with them and honestly I don't know they how, don't fuck with us too. they don't fuck with us let's, either let's be honest about yeah. it yeah you know that meme where it's like Don Draper and the guy and he's like, oh, I pity you. And then John Draper's like, I never even think of you. <laughs> That's us and them. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. us being like... Just different worlds. We don't fuck with you. And then they, we, I don't even think of you. Yeah, different worlds. They don't even think about us. We're, li- we're just trying to be happy. They're doing whatever the fuck they're doing. We're trying to make money. Yeah. Trying to make other people unhappy. <laughs> Yo, you know what? Whoever's listening to this podcast, Venmo somebody five bucks. to be like, just for you. <laughs> and just don't even explain it. They ask you... Yo, what was that? Just be like, yo, just have a nice day. Have a coffee on me. We just see a, in our Venmo timeline, timeline a bunch of like transactions. And, like, <laughs> and you know, we'll kick it off. We'll Venmo somebody today. Yo, Venmo somebody, I'll Venmo somebody. Let's start this. Pay it forward. Be like, hey, have a great snow day. Have a coffee. Yeah, poor people are going to Venmo poor people. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Before we end the episode, Dandas. Oh, fuck. You know, That's so useless. How is that useless? <laughs> tandas are I always thought it was so fucking useless, bro. Yo, tandas are real. They work. Well, all right. For whoever doesn't know what a tanda is. Explain it, please. A tanda is you get together a group of people. Let's say it's eight people. No, make it bigger. Fine. Twelve people. No. Twenty? Yes. All right, fine. You get <laughs> 20 people. Then they settle a certain amount of money. 200. Let's say $200. So... At, at the first of the month, all 20 people, they put in each $200 each, and then one person from those 20 gets all that money. For the week. For the week. Uh, usually, they, they did Two it weeks? by month. Sorry, by month, sorry. It could have been done with whatever. No, no, you're, you're right. You're month, month, month. Because I remember this. Yeah. Toca la tandas. Primero, yeah. primero del mes. Anyways, every, one person. And then another person gets it the next month, and so on and so forth. So at the end of, the, of this whole tanda situation... Everybody you, has gotten it once. You gave away 19 times $200, but you got all that same money back once. So it's just the same. No, it's like a saving account. You're getting it back. That's trusting 20 other people. That's why you have to trust the people that you're doing it with. You don't just do this with anybody. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't do this with, like, strangers, but I would do it with y'all. Like, yo, here's $200. But there's no okay. purpose. Well, how is there no purpose? You're, you're getting it at a time that you might need it. But just save up. Maybe you can't take up. Maybe you need other people to hold you accountable. You know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe that's a fucking... Um, that's me being... Um, you're classist right now. Yeah, you're being yeah, classist. Maybe. I'm, I'm fuck with this, Jose. Because maybe I'm like... I never like really like needed something enough mm. to like save up. 
Sometimes you can't save up. Sometimes your money disappears before you can get it. Also, you got to be smart with your fucking money. When I needed Sometimes money, you can. hold on, when I needed money, I saved up for all those years, and then I used up the money that I saved up. Sometimes you can't save up money. People live paycheck to paycheck. Fine, you're right. They, they'll, they'll use that part of the paycheck, like, okay, this is for, like, I'll get it back eventually, and then you get it back. You're right. Maybe they didn't have mommy to rely on like I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ma, no me alcanza. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo, I, I didn't say anything. This, this is all coming out of Manny right here. <laughs> nah, you're right, yeah. I never saw the purpose, but you're right. Other people could have used it at a time. Of if day. you want to join the We're Probably Wrong Tanda, please email us and we will get back to you about the dates when we're doing the Tanda. <laughs> um, Alright, thank you everybody for joining us this week. This has been the We're Probably Wrong podcast. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at Probably Wrong. Um, anything you want to say? Hopefully this snow weekend treated you well, and we look forward to watching you Venmo each other on Venmo. If you put up pictures of the snow, some that you went skiing, or you went whatever the fuck you went to do with the snow, tag the World Probably Wrong podcast. Nah, if you have money to go skiing, send somebody fucking $50. <laughs> no, what, what's the other thing with the slide down the fucking mountain? Illusion? No, would you just slide down the mountain of snow? Sledding? Sledding. There we go. Yo, if you make over 80K and you listen to this episode, send somebody money. <laughs> Do it. Do it. I thank you. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next see ya. time. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. <laughs>